hate regulation, but are worried that removing it would lead to catastrophic outcomes. Perhaps you're a laissez-faire capitalist wanting to progress down the line to voluntarism. Well, we're here for you. I'm Andrew Elliott, I'm here with my brother Nick, and we want to welcome you to this very special presentation of the Sounding Board podcast. It's great to have you with us. Nick, it's good to be here again. Hello. Before we begin, I want to, I want to hand you something. Um, so I bought this for you a while back, but I didn't want to give it to you before your recent medical procedure, because it's all about how bad the NHS is. Ah, it's Christian Nemitz's book. It's, it's from our friend Dr Nemitz. Universal Healthcare Without the NHS. This is excellent. Thank I, you so much. I have a copy of that, and it's very, very good. So uh, Yeah. Just wanted to, I've been, been wanting to give that to you for a while, but uh, there you go. Oh, it's not, it's not that long either, actually, is no, it? No, it's, it's, it's very easy to read. It's, got, it's packed full of stats, um, yeah. and, you know, it compares healthcare systems around the world. Yeah, it's, it's look a, at this, look at this. It should, be on the, it should be on the national curriculum. Yeah. Wonderful. No, thank you very much. I mean, uh, uh, I very much had healthcare without the NHS. Uh, throughout my medical procedures, oh, of course, uh, of course, which is uh, which is which is good. Uh, so I could have given it to you earlier. Yes, yes, I I am trying to have healthcare without the NHS wherever I possibly can, uh, and if they decide to withdraw healthcare services for me um, based on me not having uh, an experimental gene therapy injection or two, um, then I'm not going to complain that much. Um, I mean, I quite like my money back. Uh, but, uh, uh, but yeah, thank you, thank you very much. Now, we've spoken in the past about nuclear weapons, and we've spoken. Sure, well, I want my briefcase nuke. Uh, absolutely, and you know, I think that we should all have an F fifteen and a, and a and a nuclear missile. Uh, in order to go against Biden's state. Well, I mean that 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 statement that he made is that you don't you you know a gun is useless against me because I'm going to nuke you. That's the best argument for owning a gun that I've ever heard. Yep. It wouldn't surprise me if he's going to be the best gun salesman for years. Coming back to nukes again. Sure. We've argued on this podcast before about who should have control of the nuclear trigger. Who should be allowed to make nuclear weapons or indeed uh, nuclear power stations and you know I want I want my I think we decided that you and I were on the list uh, absolutely and we wanted to be able to buy our little nuclear fusion reactor down at the local Tesco sure uh, and we Su- certainly... supermarket nukes was what we called the podcast I think it was <laughs> I think it was um, so we know where we stand on that and the idea that do you really want this bunch of psychopaths that we've elected to have control of them. Is that, is, is, that, is that really what you want? Now, I want to take that in a slightly different direction uh, and, talk about, and talk about regulation because there's something quite topical. Uh, I want to ask you the question over whether or not if companies were allowed to do anything whether there could be potentially some, how did you put it, catastrophic outcomes. Now, we've described before about how if the market uh, was let alone, uh, and in fact there are plenty of examples 
right now where this exists in the market, where there are private standards organisations, uh, where regulation is it, it self-regulating as a, as a system, and where competition allows people to choose the best outcomes at the lowest prices. I don't need to teach you this. When it comes to designing viruses, can you envision, you're already laughing, can you, can you envision a situation where if companies were free to do whatever the market, not whatever they wanted, but whatever the market let them do? Well, it'd have to be the market because people would have to pay for it for a start. Yes, yes. So they would have to get funding for this. Sure could create a virus that could destroy mankind, whether accidentally or not. Of course it could happen. But is it more or less likely to happen? I mean, you know, we're not... The, the, the Wuhan lab was paid for by bloody Fauci and his boys and, and people around the world. So we've got, we've got the state getting close to this already and the private sector boys aren't doing it so it could happen is it more or less likely to happen under you know with a state or without it's much more likely to happen with a state is 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 what i would say to that so essentially you're using the same the same arguments we used before for for things like nuclear weapons pretty, pretty much yeah i mean again and it's it's not you know the argument isn't that libertarianism or voluntarism or whatever that you know it doesn't it doesn't solve every problem but it just doesn't introduce more problems <laughs> yeah so you know that you're always going to have bad things are going to happen you're going to get bad outcomes whatever you have but those bad outcomes will be amplified um with a with a state that can just do what it wants with your money i think uh and I, it, isn't this a great conversation i i i quite like it when we take extreme examples like this are things that are considered to be very very dangerous and we talk about them in these terms nukes are, are one of those are one of those topics one of those elements of politics inherently political mm. because the, the, the private sector is not allowed to do anything with them and and yet they are so, what's the right word to use here? Because again, this is all about relativism. They're so catastrophic. If you were to use a nuclear weapon, if one state was to use a nuclear weapon against another, then that would be an incredibly serious, even amongst the, the different weapons that are classed as weapons of mass destruction. I think pretty much most people would rank nukes at the top of that list. And I'm not saying that chemical warfare is good. So in that respect, that even amongst the psychopaths, there is a reluctance to use them. People, I think me included... You'll be more inclined to use a nuclear weapon. <laughs> no, 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 no. I wasn't going there. I, I seem to remember having a conversation before he was even nominated 
that can, can we really have Donald Trump with his finger on the nuclear button? Like, really? I mean, you, you wouldn't want it, but if it was... Again, this could have been in, <clears throat> in my last podcast game. In that, you know, mm. Although it would have been an easy one. Do you want Donald Trump's finger on the button or Hillary Clinton's? <laughs> That's, that's, that, that, that was too easy. That was too easy a question for my quiz because she's such a warmonger um, yeah. that she'd just she'd be tapping it away until the button wore out. But but yet, I don't know whether she would. I, she's more likely to. Jo- 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 yes. Joking aside, yeah. she probably yeah. neither of them probably would. Yeah. But I think she would History be more shows, likely. To, uh, yeah. Absolutely agreed. History shows that this, this, it's not done. It's it's just not done. It is it is it, they are there for mutually assured destruction. Uh, they are there because no one can disinvent them, and and they are there to project power, and they are and they are there to create a sense of dominance over other countries and and, and whatever else. It is a it is a club of those those countries that are that have gained that capability. But when you get to viruses. Now, one interpretation of events is that this was deliberate, that this has been engineered, and it was engineered to cause destruction. Now, you and I have, have said many times that this is not as bad as flu, for example. So if you're going to release a virus on the world, this isn't a very good one. I mean, I, I don't think... <clears throat> I don't think it was released. I don't think it was released deliberately. I don't think it was manufactured necessarily to cause damage. Yeah. I think they were monkeying around with viruses, and then there was a leak. Yeah, you know, it, it shows it, it has attributes that only you only really see when you when you fill around with viruses. You know, yeah. um, and I can't go into too much detail, but Brett Weinstein on his Dark Horse podcast oh, yeah. has, has gone into great detail. He's, a, he's an evolutionary biologist, and he explains very clearly um, that there are things that, that suggest it has not originated completely in a lab, so it hasn't been invented, but they've taken a virus and they've, they've done a couple of things to it. Yeah. They have to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, that would be exceedingly rare. Yeah, unlikely, extremely unlikely to happen in the, in the wild. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I genuinely don't think it was released deliberately. Uh, I think it was probably just an accident because, you know, they're, they're, the standards the, of the building standards a lab in yeah. China, you know, just obviously there isn't enough regulation in China. Oh, <laughs> don't start, don't start. But you see what I'm saying? The, you know, standards in China are not going to be great. I think it probably just got out somehow. Um, yeah. But do you think, comparing the two, do you think that it's more likely that Hillary Clinton? would direct funds towards building a super virus and release it on a, uh, an enemy population or even the domestic population in order to gain control of it um, than fire a nuke? Uh, yes, absolutely. And, and, and this is kind of the point I, I, I wanted to make now, is, is, is this Be- difference between nukes and viruses. Yeah, because if, if you'd... And again, this is, this is one of those things that if you'd, if you'd done it properly... And you had uh, fantastic infectious control, and you had this virus, and you were monkeying around with it in a lab, and you were just getting it better and better and better and deadlier and deadlier and deadlier. And you along with your own antidote, 
that's the thing. You'd be manufacturing your antidote at the same time so that you can give your... You, can, you want to give your side. You want to give your side immunity. ivermectin and the other yeah. side SARS-CoV-2 um, yeah. or, or whatever it is. So you, you've got the cure and you can just slip it in the water with the chlorine um, that, you know, that, yeah. that, that kills it. But everybody else, sorry, you know, that's, that's what you would do. Yeah, I think that's less likely to happen in the private sector without regulation. Well, and that's what I wanted to bring it back to now is what what would they be doing now having a private system, having a, a truly free market would still mean that there are megalomaniacs around who who want to rule us uh, and who want to let's say, further a depopulation agenda uh, or something like that. There's I mean, yeah, a lot of money around. There is, but I think... I So one of the arguments to get that I I tend to make against that is I think that the money would be more more evenly distributed than it is under any kind of statism. Yes. So, you know, the, you think of the really super rich people. It would tend away from those. It would, it would. I mean, you, and you'd still, you'd still have your Microsofts and 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 Bill and yeah, Bill Gates was like you know one of the richest men in the world. Yeah. Whilst he was against regulation, still. Yes. Um, but it, you know, it didn't last forever. Um, you know, these things don't, don't tend to last forever. Um, and I think it's you, you're far less likely. You know, if you think of the owners of you know of banks and energy companies and stuff. You know, these huge companies, huge conglomerates, they're helped by regulation. Yeah, because there's a barrier to entry. And if you yep. didn't have that barrier to entry, there'd be far more banks, there'd be far more energy companies, there'd be more more Amazons, um, you know, yep. there'd be more Facebooks. Yeah, I think I think you know, over time competition would, would win out. And I think the money you know, you'd you'd get megalomaniacs, but they wouldn't be as rich as your Bill Gates's and Jeff Bezos and, and, and people like that. I think, you know, it, it would be you know, it'd be less likely because just because of distribution of money. And you have to be you have to be a proper bond bad guy to be able to make all this money doing something like you know I don't know say your newspaper empire and yeah. then on the side you've got this whole team of people working on a virus you know behind the scenes you know I, I think it's I think it's unlikely whereas you could you could do that as a state you could, you could hide that away um, yeah pretty easily particularly in somewhere like China where everyone lives in fear um, you know you could. Yeah, it's it's far more likely to happen under under statism. Yeah. Can I um can I can I just segue? Yeah, please. So, you one one of the and I can't remember your exact words. One of your arguments at the beginning, and I think it was around nuclear weapons. You you were saying, would you rather these psychopaths are in charge? Well, I'm not sure if you use the word <laughs> psychopath, but it, it was along those lines. Would you the, rather the, the psychopaths that we put in charge? Yeah. Would Would you rather these psychopaths have their finger on the button? Yeah. Um, or you know, or it be in the private sector? And this is something I was thinking, not this specifically, but I was thinking about a while back in that there are different levels of of not libertarian, but you know, you, there's like a journey that people make, mm. and most you know people start on level one. Um, and then there's the kind of level two, level three, level four. And I just wanted to read those. I've, I've been thinking about these a little bit. Mm. I wanted to read these out to you. And it, before you do, I suppose I should just say that actually there are plenty of psychopaths that get to the top of corporations. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but it, but it's, it's, it's easier with regulation to do that. And, or you'll you have a bigger corporation. And, and, you know, those people are still 
serving the pub- public in some way, serving their customers in some way, as opposed to freeloading. Sure. And if, and if they're greedy megalomaniacs, at least they're having to do something that people want yeah. in order to get there. Yeah. So these, these are my four levels. Okay. So level one, and this is basically everybody starts here, in, in, in my opinion. Okay. Number one, we just need the right people in charge. <laughs> Okay. There's an awful lot of people there. That's got to be ninety nine percent of people, isn't it? There's an awful lot of people on, on, who on, describe themselves as libertarians. Sure. That still cling to that. Sure. I'll be honest with you. There are still the odd time when I not not think that in general, but think, oh, if only that person was in charge. And then I correct myself in my head. I don't ever let it come out of my mouth. But there's a there's a moment when you go, Christy Nome, DeSantis, whatever, and you go, oh. If only. And then you go, no, no, that's not right. But it's still, when you see someone behaving in the, the in quotes, the correct way, then you can you can see how they mm. get pulled in. They get but, a lure. But this is, this is everybody as well. I mean, this is people on the left, on the right, centrists. They're all, we just need my guy in charge and then everything will be fine. So we'll get you off that level. Um, <laughs> so that, that's level one, okay? Level two. Um, we need to limit slash abolish government as the wrong people always get in charge. Right. Okay. And I'll, I'll, I'm happy to I'm happy to just read throughout the different levels. Okay. Level two is is limit or abolish government. Sure. As the wrong people always get in charge. Okay. So it's like a reason for becoming a, a voluntarist, for example. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, ca- carry yeah. on. Number three. Government wouldn't work, even with the best people in charge. If we had angels from heaven who came down to run the government, yeah. it still wouldn't work. It's very similar to the level two, though, isn't it? Just read level two again. Level me. two is the wrong people always get in charge. So it's like, you know, people are stupid, they vote ah, the wrong people in. But you can still go, if only they were good. Sure. Gotcha. Okay. Um, you know, it's, it's like, you know, the, the, the number one is... We can get the right people in charge. You know, if we voted for my party or whatever, it would be fine. Magic formula monkeys. That's what these guys sure, are. Sure, yeah. Neoliberals. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> thing is, I, I, it's funny. I use these terms like everyone's listened to every podcast we've ever, we've ever done. Um, the, the term uh, magic formula monkey uh, is one that we kind of came up with. Sure. Uh, to define those people who just think there's this magic form of left and right of just the right amount of uh, the right policies, just the right amount of tax with the right amount of people that you can create this uh, create this perfect it's utopia. Well, yeah. So okay, and we've we've gone off on tangent. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read the three levels out again to refresh the memory of our special friend. Yeah. Number one. Welcome back. We just need the right people in charge. Yeah. Number two, we need to limit abolish government as the wrong people always get in charge. Yeah. Number three, government wouldn't work. Even with the best people in charge, like yeah, angels from heaven. Yeah, that's not the that's not the final level. I'm I'm I'm, I'm waiting with bated breath. The final <laughs> number four. Even if government did work with the best people, it would be morally wrong. Yes, yes. That's, that's what we are. Yes. But and you could be you could you could be an anarchist. You could be a voluntarist, a libertarian at level two, but you're still not quite there. Level three. Yeah, le- yes. levels two, three, and four. Yeah, are without you know without government. 
you could you could you get to yeah. you could get to level two. You know that level two is kind of the David David Fried, David D Friedman. You know, kind of the, the the state is the most inefficient thing, and that's why he he that is his his thing, and 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 it's useful, but it's very utilitarian, isn't it? it, it sure. It's useful to explore. He's there going, I want a practical alternative. And so he explores them. He does his thought experiments and, and all that. And and, that, and I think Murray Rothbard had a very good criticism of him. And I and I, I love David Freeman. I think mm. he's fantastic. And he he he's his book is what kind of tips me over the edge. Right. The Machinery of Freedom. That yeah. absolutely tipped me over the edge. Um, it's one I revisit and return to. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Um, but Rothbard had a had a criticism from him, and, and one of his questions for people is if there was. If there was a magic button, you know, you talk, we talk about the nuclear button. If there was a magic button that would get rid of the state, would you smash it so hard that you hurt your fist, or would you be would you be tentative? And he he thought that David Friedman would be a bit tentative, whereas he's like, no, you just need to smash the state as as soon as you possibly can, um, which is you know. And it's it's an understandable argument, but I do I do still love them both. I do still love them both. Do you um, do you think you are? I break truly, I break the button. Truly, truly that 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 guy. The button the buttons in front of you. You wouldn't. I wouldn't think. even think <laughs> twice. I wouldn't think twice. No, because because I just know the damage that you know. It's it's okay. Wars. Yeah. You know. Think of yeah. the, think of the number of people that are killed by wars, and, and, and you wouldn't it, I, get that. That alone would would let, would let me smash it. And I'm not saying it would be perfect. There'd be there'd be dire things going on, and like we've discussed before, there'd be you know there'd be chaos for a period of time, and and you know it, people would suffer, but people wouldn't be getting you know wiped out and droned, and you know it just it would it would be better in the long run. So I, yeah, I'd, I'd smash it. I I'm I'm going to admit that I would think twice. But I certainly wouldn't think a third time. And the second thought would would lead me in that direction. I would immediately, I would immediately in my head, I wouldn't lay out the good. There aren't. A good, I would immediately lay out all those reasons, and then and then push. It's basically button. an end war button, isn't it? It's an end. It's, well, an, it's, end. it's an it's an end your country declaring war and killing innocent civilians button. That's the way I look at it. I suppose. This is a, this is an interesting conversation. Isn't it? We're we're now we're now moving even away from this. Is, does your button end the state everywhere, or does it just end the state in the country that you're in? Oh, that's a good one. I mean, I, I just thought because I a... think there's a danger of ending the state just in the country that you're in. No, I don't think so. No, no. Nah. You don't think that's then ripe for certainly in this country where we have no guns, or for. Uh, and another, another state to to move in. No, I don't think so. I think we'd find guns pretty quickly. I think we'd find private. You know, the, the police forces would get privatised pretty quickly. I think people would voluntarily pay for the the army, but there'd be clauses where they just wouldn't. It'd just only be used for defence. Um, and again, it would probably get split up. But again, if if somebody declared war on Britain, all these kind of miniature armies would would obviously team up together and, and defend the country. Um, yeah, it would be. It wouldn't be great, but it would be better than the current situation. Obviously, if there was a button that destroyed the state everywhere, I would jump <laughs> That's on it. The I, would, one. I would jump. On I would it. break that button. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I would. I would. I would die pressing that button. While while we're talking about things that I've just jotted down 
on sure. on standard notes. Um, I've got something else. Other note taking software is available. Yeah, this is this is pretty good though. It's 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 completely private. It's um yeah. it's you know it's it's miles better. It's completely encrypted. It's fantastic. I didn't really like the app. I think that was my problem. Yeah, sure. And it, you can't because it's so private. It's I'm waiting difficult for Skiff to, to have a decent app. They have just improved the have web they? app for, right. for mobile because the mobile app has been really quite bad. I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't rate the mobile app. Which oh, is sorry, I the mobile um, uh, web experience. Sure. Web yeah, web experience. I hadn't. I hadn't really used it because of that reason. But I'll give it. I'll give it a go. Yeah, we should. We should um, try that again. Anyway, um, this is this is something. This is. Uh, it could be argued this is me being a little bit contrarian. But this is something that I've I've noticed, and I just wanted to kind of to, to, to get your take on it. So sure. we've talked a lot, and people have talked a lot, you know, not just us. How conservatives are the new socialists, which so, I think is a fair argument. I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go back on what I've said. I mean, I've I've I'm on record as saying uh, conservatism is socialism. Sure, um, but I that. That was pre twenty twenty. Yeah, it, you know, I think Michael Malice described it as dry, you know, socialism driving with a, you know, within the speed limit. Again, you can argue that they are they are using right wing, and you know, I'm not saying that the socialists aren't in agreement with these things right now, uh, but the lockdowns are a, are a, are a right wing uh, policy. Sure, but I think conservatives are definitely a mixture of right and left. Agreed, um, and you could argue that we don't own our own land and our own homes. Uh, and never will under conservatives. And never will under conservatives. I have a theory that socialists are the new conservatives. Okay. okay. Right. So, <laughs> and you're going to need to think about this for a moment. I like okay. this already. Carry so, on. So, they're the ones who want, and it's not just them, obviously. Are they just trying to protect what they've built? You're on the right track. So, <laughs> they they want you to follow the WHO, the CDC, the government. And they want above all else for the establishment to carry on, yeah, just like conservatives, and that's fundamentally a conservative position. It they is. just want they want they want the, the structure. They want the structure yes. and the institutions. They want those. They want to take them over, but they want to maintain them. They're conservatives. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm struggling to disagree with you, but you can see I was kind of already there. Yeah. Um, and, and I think I'd go further than that. The, the new. I'm going to put it in quotes, liberal order, woke, is something they absolutely want to protect. And they want to get all of their rules, crazy as they are, into these institutions, bed them in, and then keep them exactly like that. So, it, again, in, in, that, in that regard, it's, it's almost, once we've finished our takeover, then we're going to be uber-conservative about all this stuff so it's like they're on the cusp of being conservative as soon as they get all their policies in as soon as they get all their ways of thinking in all their ways of working all their stupid critical theories and everything they're gonna they're gonna be conservative sure in the, in the traditional sense yeah and in, in, i guess in the sense that the conservatives aren't now no i, I because they're not, they're again, not really conserving anything oh, but it's hard to it's hard to even look back at previous conservative governments. Well, yes. Yeah, so people and think of examples of where they were conservative. People, people always mention Thatcher, um, but she was an anomaly. She, she, she was, was a rarity, and she still she did. Was. She didn't get rid of much. You know, she reduced the tax levels down considerably. 
Um, and there was like you know there was you, you could buy your own council house, and there were some good there were some good things that she did. And there were some privatizations of which we but haven't seen many ever since. We haven't seen any since, but there, there still wasn't pioneered the regulatory state, mind you. Sure, and and there, there was a lot, there was a lot of bad as well. And she still didn't really reduce. I mean, like you said, because of regulation, um, you know, there was the remit of the state changed. It's not the same thing as, as the state getting shrinking. getting rid of the state. Correct. Yeah, I'd agree with that. What else you got written down on your little notepad? Oh, blimey, I've got. Um, I've, I've I quite got, like these ones though. Where we go a bit everywhere. I've got also. I've got all sorts of stuff that I've just noted down when I'm just like at work or, or or whatever. I mean, I've got some stuff that I've, as you know, I kind of record when I'm driving in a car. I've got one related to regulation actually on my little note. My uh, yeah, here. go ahead, go if ahead. You to, if you want to go that, I've yeah. forgotten. I've got these things written down. Could this actually be? the turning point where people realise that government regulation doesn't save them and that's because vaccines are being shown to be unsafe and it's government regulators that approve them they didn't approve them though did they really it hasn't gone through all the oh, government okay, regulation look, look, semantics on my words they gave no, that, them that, emergency that, that, use that will be the excuse that will be the excuse that we let, we let these through and that's the reason. If we, you know, well, you think the politicians will turn around and, and blame the regulator? I think tomorrow's politicians. We would own, will blame We today's. only pushed this because the regulators said they were safe. They're literally using the words "are safe and effective." They're not mincing their words. They're not. They're not being specific about saying this is only emergency use. They're out there saying everyone is out there saying these vaccines are safe and effective. They are saying that, but they have skipped certain things that no, they normally I, do. I know they have. They, have they, they gave the impression that things have been sped up to get these through. That's incorrect. They, they were skipped. They've actually skipped things. And I think that will get blamed. It's like, yeah, we well, never, no, where, we where we never said this. Be? Where will the blame be? Because I, I, I think this is a valid Tomorrow's pol- politicians will blame today's politicians. For skipping. Sure. They'll be, right. they'll be made scapegoats. The Fauci's and the people who won't be around in a couple of years' time. I can't believe they let the regulators do this. Yeah. This is why we need regulation, because this happened. This is what happens when damn you skip you. regulation. Damn you for spinning this I'm in a way s- that I'm could sorry. get more regulation. Because I thought this might, this might be something. You, you, see what I'm, you see what I'm getting? You can see I where do. I'm coming I do, from. But I, can, I, I mean, it's always wishful thinking when I write down these things. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so I'm just I'm looking. I, I write down some stupid things. So here's one: getting a COVID vaccine if you're under fifty is like wearing a full face crash helmet when you go for a walk. <laughs> That's just one of my. Um, I think it's. I, I, I mean, I do think it's much worse than that. A full face crash helmet. I guess you won't like, actually do you much harm. But you're more likely to die, aren't you, if you get a... Yeah, see, that's, was, it was all thought through. It was yeah. all thought through. You, you, yeah. you could die by, by, because you had a vaccine. actually protects you from something. Yeah. Yeah, and so this, this is why I should, I should think about these things. If the crash helmet was something you put on when riding a motorbike, that, it, that for the following month made it more likely that you were going to crash and die on that motorbike, then I'd agree with you. <laughs> but crash helmets... I think, on balance, save more lives <laughs> than they take. Bear in mind, well, here's, a, here's a stat that we definitely haven't spoken about because we've had a bit of a, a hiatus. 
And that is that for every three lives saved, the vaccines have taken two. Mm. And they, they won't be... These lives that have been taken, they're not going to be your 90-year-olds. No. Nope. Some of them were. Sure, so, so, some will be, but they're going, they're going to be they're going to be more evenly more distributed than than the, the SARS-CoV-2 deaths. And that 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 completely ignores the number of people. I haven't said the stat for the number of people that have had life-changing injuries, mm. but are still alive, or that have had a really really hard time of it with an adverse reaction, and. That's based on when did these when did the first vaccines get administered? UK was quite ahead of this, wasn't it? December. It was December because my my next door neighbour was vaccinated in in December because she volunteers at the yeah. um, uh, hospital. So we are barely six months into this program. Yep. Yeah? We're already at the point where hundreds of people have serious adverse reactions for every three people saved, and that again. That's all based on it's all based on government numbers again, isn't it? This is this is assuming that those those three who died of COVID did die of COVID and didn't do it just die with COVID, mm. or were hastily this brought is, to an is, end by midazolam. This is also, I think, you the the stats around people who've died because of the vaccines are probably going to be. Under. They're, they're lower. I was going to say they're going to they're going to be lower than yes. you, than you anticipate. I think there are going to be doctors out there that are deliberately not reporting things as vaccine deaths because they don't want to go against the narrative. Sure. Whereas the COVID deaths are going to be far far inflated. So it wouldn't surprise yeah. me if it was the other way around. I, if I it agree. Was, if it's for every two we've saved, we've killed three. Yep. I I think the vaccines have killed more people than than um, than SARS CoV two. Mm. I I absolutely think so. I think that's the case, and that the the figures are just uh, completely skewed. Just, just talking about about COVID, about about SARS-CoV two. Um, so, I and, and again, this is th- these these not statistics, but evidence is is all around you if you just need if you just know where to look, or if you just kind of if you just look for it. So, if you actually look for it, yeah. if if SARS-CoV two was actually serious, you know, actually genuinely serious for for most people, the number of people against restrictions would decrease in numbers. Agreed. Because, you know, people who do, people like us who didn't care about following the rules, we would either get it ourselves or we'd know people, you know, who, yeah. who didn't follow the rules and would get it. And then we'd be turned and we'd be thinking, okay, maybe, you know, yes, I, could be, I could be against mandatory lockdowns, but I, I, I think we should social distance. I think we should wear masks or, or whatever. Yes. The fact that that's not happening and these people are growing, just that... that the evidence is there. All I have not now serious. is a list of people that is greater than the fingers on my hands of people that have had seriously bad reactions to the vaccine, to one of the vaccines. That That's all I've got. All I've got. And, and, a, and a number of people that I can count on one hand that, uh, that have died as a result of government policy over the last 18 months. And I still don't know a single person that was even hospitalized due to covid that says it all says it all doesn't it but you're absolutely right yeah like the whole point of the whole point of the changing of behavior and of self-imposed restrictions is based on it being right there in your life not not told to you on the news 
I mean, if you if you didn't watch the news, um, you wouldn't, and and you know you, you wouldn't know it existed. I think now. Well, and um, you know, other, other than seeing people wear masks and stuff, but if if, if everyone was left alone, it just wouldn't be it wouldn't be apparent at all. You know, it's yeah. I, I heard someone someone describe it on Twitter saying, you know, the virus is you know imagine the virus so serious that it doesn't bother you if you don't give a shit. <laughs> you know, that's a good one because there's a, quite a lot of these imagine the virus if yeah. memes aren't there. You know, so so deadly, you know, so, so serious that you have to be tested to find out if you got it. Sure, those, yeah. those kind of things. That's a great one. That that's a great one. Mm-hmm.